This mini-movie review contains adult language, mature situations, minor spoilers, basic plot synopsises, and initial reactions. Listener discretion is advised. Spyrokin mini-movie review, Good Boys. Hey everyone, it's your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, what's up? Yes, I'm back again for another fun-filled episode of the Spyrokin mini-movie review, and joining me today is... Greta! Yes, we just got back from a very cool sneak preview of a movie which is coming out August 16, 2019. So we're actually going to be posting this so you guys get an initial reaction for it and just going over a little some plot synopsis without any spoilers. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us at spyrokin.gmail.com or me personally at zanspyrokin.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and several other social media sites. Just type in Sparkin. I guarantee you'll find us. Am I forgetting anything else? I think you got it. Yes. So with that in mind, let's get to it, shall we? So yes, uh, we're actually talking about a movie that's supposed to come out August 16th, and we saw it on Wednesday the... 7th? 7th? Yes. Wednesday the 7th. And the movie is directed by Gene Stupnitsky who's a guy who wrote and directed some episodes for The Office. He wrote and produced the movie One Year. He wrote and produced the movie Bad Teacher. And he's constantly working with a guy named Lee Eisenberg. And this is actually his directorial debut. Not that you know that. It seems like it actually flowed like a good movie, I think. Like, uh, he definitely had thought process behind it, experience. Yes, it was produced by Lee Eisenberg. Like I said, his partner in crime. And Evan Goldberg, and more importantly, a certain actor who has a beard who's kind of chubby. Who are we talking about? Seth Rogen. Uh, the production companies for this were Good Universe, which I didn't even know who they were, but they actually produced Always Be My Maybe, Long Shot, Abiza, Blockers, The Disaster Artist, Extinction, Don't Breathe, Neighbors, The Old Boy Remake, and The Night Before. And then Point Grey Pictures, which is the company that's owned by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. And they produced The Interview, 50-50, This is the End, Game Over Man, The Night Before, Neighbors 2, Disaster Artist. So, as you can see, this is kind of a lot of overlap. Totally. And as you could guess, unlike some of the films that were done in Good Universe, this is more along the lines of stuff that would be released by Point Grey, so more... What genre would you say? Comedy. Yeah, and uh, the movie we're talking about is... Good Boys. Yes, it is a movie that is something you really wouldn't have expected to exist, but it exists. It's starring Jake Tremblay, the kid who was in Wonder under all that makeup. He's also in the Book of Henry. He's in The Predator, Smurf 2. He's actually one of the main characters in Doctor Sleep. And he plays our main character, Max. And... Max has a bit of a problem. He... Not a problem. It's like a... a the, the whole movie is a journey. Yeah. Uh, he likes a girl. And there's going to be a boy-girl party. She's going to be there. And he's been invited, so that's going to be kind of cool. And, and he and his two best friends just started sixth grade. So they're going to be cool and awesome. and They're, they're gonna be... middle schoolers now. Yeah. So it's going to be a awesome party even though they have no idea how the real world works or how any of the stuff they have to do works and one of the big things is this is potentially a kissing party these kids don't know how to kiss nope so thus begins their journey into insanity 
them trying to figure out how to learn how to kiss and other things happening. Now, helping out uh, Max is his two best friends. There's Brad Noon, who plays Thor, and Keith L. Williams, who plays Lucas. And they're essentially the devil and angel on his shoulders. There's actually scenes where they frame this, and it's really funny. But it really doesn't feel like it's just about Max. It really feels like it's, it's sincerely about the three of them. It's a coming-of-age story of them learning what they need to do and moving forward in life. There's a lot of other actors in this. There's Will Fort, who I can't stand. I don't think he's a good actor, but he's in this playing a dad. You have Molly Gordon, Sam Richardson, Little Ray Howery from Get Out, which I think that's why, because he was he they worked on it. And then he's like, oh, we, we need you for, for this movie, and he did it. Uh, you have Millie Davis. Uh, surprisingly, you have Stephen Merchant playing a kind of creepy guy. A totally creepy guy. But he's not. He's like a nerdy, creepy guy. Yeah, he's not like a pedophile. He's like a... Just your everyday, average creepy guy. He is a basement dweller. Totally. But he's got money. (laughs) And then you have Lee Eisenberg playing uh, a a teacher who shouldn't be a teacher, I don't think. He's a music teacher. Yeah. Uh, That's all we're going to say about the plot. These three actors, these three young actors, they make this movie intriguing and engaging. And yes, there's a difference between a kid acting like a kid and a kid being a kid. And this felt like we were watching three kids be kids during that age. It's totally nostalgic. It's totally... Like, I think you have to be... I think you... To really, truly appreciate this, I think you have to be out of high school. You do, because it has that awkward feeling of... It's 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 cringy, but also it's kind of funny, because you're like, I remember those days when you thought that stuff meant... Maybe like a freshman in high school, up. I think you need to be 18 or older. Not like for the language, although there is some language and there's some interesting content in there. But I think like where you are in life, it felt super nostalgic. I mean, there's a cafeteria scene... And I think they totally nail it. There's like 12 tables in there. Maybe less. But, you know, the walk from the table that you're at with your friends to like the cool kid table. It's like two tables over. But it's so life-changing important. These are like the moments that make your year, you know? Like, I... I Yeah, the cool places where the kids kids hang out, which is like that sacred place that you don't really think about going to. But when you go, you're like, oh my god, I'm going to go there and it's going to be awesome. And... It's that you go there, and it is. It is a little weird because there are differences. Because this is focused on kids today, so I think this will be a little dated in a couple of years. But but I still feel like the sentiment was there when I was in middle school. Oh yeah, totally, totally. The basic premise makes sense, and you can relate to it totally. And like slight spoils, spoilers, but no real spoilers. You know, there's the whole moment, which totally happens of. My friend likes your friend. Do you like my friend? You're like, well, I don't know. If she likes me, maybe I like her too. Like, there's, like, that whole, that's, they nailed it. Um, what do we got to say about this besides that? Uh, the adult actors have a lot of fun with it. I think there are some very uh, psychotic concepts that you were just horrified to watch, but you can't stop watching. There are funny scenes, weird scenes. It's, uh film which it seems stupid 
It is stupid, but it's actually really funny and wholesome. I gotta say, um... I say two thumbs up. I enjoyed the Beanbag Boys. Oh, totally. I kind of wish that they ended... At the very end, I wish that there was like a flash forward to quote unquote current day of them kind of as adults or as high schoolers, like living their best life, but still like high fiving to the beanbag boys. Totally. Uh, was there a stinger? We don't know. We actually left before the end of the movie, but it was, it's definitely worth watching. There was no stinger for the preview. There's no mid, mid credits, but. There I'm, might be a stinger when it's released, but there's no stinger. Yeah, right now. For early, yeah. I gotta say, it was a good movie. Uh, the standout actor is definitely Keith L. Williams. Him with his girly... Oh. It makes you laugh. He's he's a great just comic actor, and I can't wait to see I where like he the, goes. I like the kid who played Thor. What's his name? Brad Noon. Brad. He totally nailed the overconfident, fake it till you make it, Totally passionate about something, but oh, if the cool kids don't like it, I don't like it. Like, I felt like he nailed that. He did a better job of, in, like, the movie um, Superbad. Uh, it's uh, Michael Sarah and... Um, uh, who the hell's the other guy? Um, Zan- I don't know, but the Ken... Zan- Keith- Hold on, I'll look it up. It's going to drive me crazy otherwise... Jonah Hill, he 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 does a better job of being the Jonah Hill character, I think. Yeah. And it's a better dynamic being a trio than a duo, I think. I think the, the duo is okay, but you need that trio of where you have the super good one, the super bad one, then you have the middle one. I think it makes a better dynamic than having the two, and then you have the weird outside that's just hanging out with them. And it was, like, super sweet. That was totally a first kiss. It wouldn't surprise me if it was both of those kids' actual first kiss. Like, I, think, I think he actually did something in uh, Wonder, but again... You know what I mean? Like they, I feel like they really caught those defining moments. They're... I think it's... They're all great actors. I enjoy... Highly recommend this movie. You definitely should check it out. Um, out of our five-point rating, I'm going to have to give this bar from a friend. Definitely bar from a friend. It's worth watching in theaters at least once. Um, will it ha- it, there are some scenes you have to watch again just because. And there are some cringeworthy, creepy scenes. Totally. I think this is when you should definitely see. Um, see it with a crowd because it's... Oh, it's so good with a crowd. But then it's also... I feel like this is something that you'll watch again on Netflix with a good friend and laugh about it and then... Tell your story about when you played Spin the Bottle. Definitely. I think that's it. Uh, We'll do a more progressive review later on, but um, yeah. I liked it. So did I. Uh, Yeah, so for right now, I would definitely give it a ball from a friend. I think you would also. I'd say go see it in a theater. Oh, so you go, okay, so you'd say just see it once? Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. All right, so I guess that's it. Um. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll have some more reviews coming up soon. And check out our motion picture review where we're doing some really cool heist movies. Woohoo! So I guess that's it. Uh, so this is Zan. And Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you next time. Keep watching movies. <laughs>